What is up, Study. Happy Tuesday, everyone. January 10th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 484 of the Study Session. 16 away from 500. Man, that is going to be one celebratory day. I am looking forward to it, but I am just grateful and appreciative of your support helping me get this far and of the spirit that's been driving me to do this and that I've stuck with it for so long. Thank you (laughs) for that. Anyway, today is episode 484. We're going to start talking off-season about your Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to get into all that. But before I do, <coughs> as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter. You know I love Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I are going to be recording here in about 30 minutes. Looking forward to that, wrapping up that Browns game, starting to look ahead to this offseason you don't want to miss it, check it out. That's linked in the show notes. And also, please be reminded of the affiliate partnership that we have with Real Life Trading. If you've ever had any desire to learn how to trade the stock market, then Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for that. They offer free education on the stock market. I've taken advantage of it. It has changed my life, and I want to share it with the world. That is linked in the show notes. <clears throat> the Suddians, let's get into it. Episode 484. The Steelers' season is done. We are now in the offseason. Can you believe it? And a bit of some good news here. Pat Freyermuth, who went down with what looked like a knee injury. This cough is still whatever, man. Went down with a knee injury against the Browns. Turns out it's nothing more than a sprain. Thank God it's not an ACL tear, so he's going to be back and ready to attack 2023. That would have been a big blow for the team. But thankfully, he is healthy. He is okay. We'll be back. So good news on that front. Yeah, this I don't even know what's going on with this cough. It's just, it's, it's weird. It's just lingering. Man. Anyway, in terms of this offseason, what is beautiful is the draft capital that this team has early on in the draft. The Steelers are going to be picking at 17 overall in the first round, which is going to be a solid pick. That's really middle of the pack. And they'll be able to find a high-quality player. And, oh, yeah, remember that Chase Claypool trade early in the season where some people weren't fans of it. They thought that that was getting rid of too good of a talent. Well, the, the Bears finished the season with the worst record in the NFL. And you know what that means? Not only do they have the first round selection overall in this year's draft, but their second round pick, they pick first in the second round. But guess whose pick that is? That's right. It's your Pittsburgh Steelers. So essentially, if you boil it down, 
because I believe the Dolphins had to forfeit a pick in the first round. The Steelers essentially have two first-round picks this year. How cool is that? And then you want to make matters even cooler? Check this out. They have another second-round pick. So they've got a one, two twos, and that first, second-rounder is essentially... It's essentially a first-round pick. Plus, they're a third-rounder. There's a potential maybe they'll get another third-rounder depending on compensatory picks if they get something for Mason Rudolph leaving. But they have some draft capital, ladies and gentlemen. They can make some noise in the draft, getting some good players. And again, not having had the time to really dig through an evaluation of all the positions, but off the top, defensive line, offensive line, inside backer, cornerback, have to be those positions they're targeting in the draft. But you have to be encouraged by the firepower that they have, the quality of picks in this year's draft. Something else I wanted to talk about today, the schedule of opponents is set for next year next season for your Pittsburgh Steelers I'll run through it here quickly we don't know the schedule when these games will be played that's released sometime I think they've been doing that after the draft they've kind of pushed that back but here's what we're looking at obviously we know the AFC North opponents home and away the Ravens Bengals Browns but the away schedule the Steelers are going to travel to the Texans they're going to travel to the Colts They're going to travel to play the Los Angeles Rams, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Las Vegas Raiders. So they do have some miles to cover next year in terms of travel after a schedule this year that didn't have them going too far around the globe. At home, their home schedule as follows. They're going to play the Jaguars. That's going to be a tough game. Jaguars are on the upswing. They're going to play the Titans, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, the 49ers, the Patriots, and the Packers. So I would say that's a decent schedule. I wouldn't say that's easy by any stretch. Jaguars are up and coming. That's going to be tough. The Titans with Derrick Henry, going to be hard to shut that running game down. The Steelers seemingly always struggle with the Titans. The Cardinals... Not too much worried there. The 49ers, they're kind of a team in transition. Even though they've had a great year this year, there's still some uncertainty at the quarterback position. The Patriots, any Bill Belichick team is always a challenge. They should be better next year with Mac Jones entering his third year. The Packers, we'll see if they're going to be led by Aaron Rodgers, but they always put up a quality team. The road games, the Texans are deplorable. The Colts... Uh, mediocre. The Rams should be improved. They had a down year this year, but I fully expect them to be back in the swing of contention next season. The Seahawks, they're kind of middle of the pack. And then the Raiders. Looks like Derek Carr is going to depart the Raiders this year. So manageable, but it's too early to really make any conclusions or assumptions about how that will unfold. A lot of work to be done. A lot of work to be done. And free agency, we got to start talking about free agency. Again, I'm in the process of working on a bunch of different 
analyses, positional analyses. We're going to look at the free agents, players who are going to be free agents, who they need to retain. You're going to hear from me based on my analysis, those positions they need to attack in the draft. Again, this is my favorite part of the year. I love the the regular season, don't get me wrong, but I love the off-season just as much. I know that sounds sick, but I just love studying. I think my first mock draft yesterday, uh, it was fun. (laughs) It was fun. I went went tackle in the first round. But anyway, we'll start looking at those free agents. The Steelers own free agents. We'll see what free agents are out there because they're going to have to supplement their draft through free agency. And you know, a player that I've forgotten, my dad mentioned this to me. I can't believe I really just forgot about him as the season progressed. We completely forgot about Calvin Austin with that injury. The wide receiver out of Memphis. Hopefully he can get healthy. Hopefully he's not an injury prone guy who cannot get on the field a la Senquez Golson, if you remember him, the cornerback they drafted out of Old Miss several years ago. He was a second-round pick. There was a lot of optimism for him, but he got hurt and never made it onto the field. Hopefully that doesn't become Calvin Austin's story. But if he can get healthy and get out there, maybe that lessens the need at a wide receiver. But I still think they need a possession receiver next season. You don't have to spend a ton of money on a guy like that. You just need a sure-handed guy who can convert third downs, not a speedy guy, but that's definitely going to be on my list. Quarterback's going to be interesting. We know Mason Rudolph's gone. They're going to need a number three. Mitch Trubisky, some of the comments he made after the game, you know, we'll see if he sticks around or if the Steelers cut him. I I don't know if I could see them cutting him because if you do that, then it's just Kenny Pickett and no, no one else. You need to have some continuity there. So I would think that Trubisky would stick around. But these are all the conversations that we're going to be having over the course of January. And by the end of January, I will have a full picture for all of you in terms of each position, what they need, and where they're going to be headed this offseason as they prepare for 2023. And studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to you here on this beautiful January 10th, 2023. Only 21 more days to go in this glorious first month of the new year. I got 10.3 miles I got to do today. Ugh. This running challenge is starting to get stickier and stickier. Man, I got to get it in. Anyway, I hope you have a glorious day, wonderful day, beautiful day, spectacular day. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this second Tuesday of the month, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.